and welcome to another segment, a special segment of Open House, where we open up our doors and bring great people from the community in to share the awesome things that they're doing to make our community a healthy, thriving, vibrant, and safe community. And this is a special edition. It's, it's the Adams County Unwrapped. It's our Christmas special, and we are gifted. We're, we're gifted by having the Lincoln Fellowship of PA here with the president, Wendy Allen, and vice president, Ken Kahn. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having us. This is really a, a wonderful opportunity. Yes, and we're going to have so much fun. Good. We're going to learn so much about the Lincoln Fellowship of PA. Um, so let's start off, first of all, what is the Lincoln Fellowship of Pennsylvania? The Lincoln Fellowship of Pennsylvania is a nonprofit uh, organization that was founded in 1938 to uh, basically our mission is to uh, commemorate the legacy of Abraham Lincoln, especially here at Gettysburg, and also to commemorate uh, the Gettysburg Address and also the Gettysburg National Cemetery and the role that Lincoln played with that. And you said that this, was, this started in the 1830s. 1938. 19, 1938, yeah. okay. Um, I got that 1830 mixed <laughs> right. up because before uh, we came on air, I was talking to Ken, and Ken said that his family goes back to the 1830s in this, this area. Correct. Can you talk about that? Our ancestors pretty much came up from East Berlin. Um, my mother had an aunt that was born in Gettysburg in 1893. So... We've been in the area quite a while. And what, what occupation did your family have? Mostly, uh, uh, my dad was a carpenter, and they had a couple of uh, old-time general stores, one in Aspers, uh, during the war years. So my folks uh, are pretty well known in that area. Okay. Ken is very well known in this area. Everybody knows Ken. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the gnome is to love him, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wendy, how about your history? I was uh, born in Pittsburgh and uh, became interested in Gettysburg. My, my younger sister went to Gettysburg College, and I used to come down and, and visit her uh, prior to then I moved out to, to uh, California. I started painting. I started painting Abraham Lincoln from coming back here to visit. I came here to the C first Civil War Institute with Gabor Borat from California on vacation. Went back and renewed my interest in Lincoln. Started painting portraits of Lincoln. Uh, I did that as a sideline. I was in a corporate life. I came back to the East Coast, uh, worked for corporations, and then left it all, moved to Gettysburg, and pursued my painting full-time uh, here in Gettysburg, started a studio and a gallery. That was, that's thrilling. That must have been a thrilling time for you to uh, come to Gettysburg and start something anew. I love Gettysburg. I, ever since my sister went here, um, it's been significant in my life. I would continually come back for vacations. Uh, it just got in my blood. It, it happens to everybody. I think you, know, you fall in love with Gettysburg, and um, it did for me for sure, and I had just had to move here. I, I remember driving down Baltimore Street when I was in college. Saying, I'm, I'm going to buy. I'm going to build a house. I'm going to buy a house here in, in Gettysburg. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. It so, what is time. it about Gettysburg that drew you here? 
I think it's the history, certainly. History. Yeah, certainly the history, the beauty, um, and the people. You can't underestimate how great the people are here. Um, you know, Ken and I deal with so many people all the time through the fellowship, and they're just the best. They're just the best here. It, they're just the best here. They are. They are. Recently, we attended the Adams County Community Foundation giving spree. <clears throat> and we had an opportunity to see all the nonprofits in Adams County. And it just isn't Gettysburg that these nice people are. Volunteers are all over our county in every burg and um, the opportunity to walk around and talk to those folks and their nonprofits, uh, you come away with the feeling that we have an awful lot of great people here in Adams County. It's true. Mark and I, Mark Worley and, and I and the station, we had uh, an opportunity to get a grant from the Adams County Community Foundation. You know, I can't tell you how awesome that organization is. And we know, we're well aware. Uh, yeah, everybody Fantastic. is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just like if you know Ken Kime, you love him. If you know Adams County Community Foundation, you love them. Exactly, also. exactly. Because they're loving. They're loving on the people, the nonprofits. And when you went around and you talked to the nonprofits, you found quality people running those organizations. It's unbelievable. The, the caliber, that's what's so interesting. It's the mixture of the, the intelligence and the leadership that presents itself here in the community on such a high level. So many people, you walk around, you go, you see people who are extraordinarily gifted in their careers, helping, giving back to the community. I don't know, I, it's, you'd be hard pressed to find it elsewhere, the, with the caliber of volunteer that's here. And so smart, they're so smart and they're so enthusiastic and giving, yeah. That's like making Cherie with uh, SCAP. Right. You know, right. her, what these organizations do, is they're very intentional and they, they work as a community. Right, right. So they work together to identify the needs, to come up with the strategy, and then they implement it. And exactly. They, and they do it well. They if it was it a business, well. they'd be very, very profitable if they were a business. <laughs> I mean, if be. they were... To be no, very profitable in a nonprofit organization when you're giving, 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 right. and nobody's, uh, nobody's uh, um, paying for it, you know, someone's paying for it. Right. You know, it's our, it's our businesses. And that's the next arm, is our businesses here right. are very generous, too. They're very yes. generous. Yes. And individuals. Yeah, yes. no. A small business really floats this community, and it's, um, it's a very, has a very powerful impact on, on the community. So when you look at a healthy nonprofit in a community, you could tell that the community is healthy if the nonprofits are healthy. So you guys got me on another track. We're here to talk about the Lincoln <laughs> Fellowship of PA. 
and we're talking about all the wonderful people. Tell me about the wonderful people in the, the Lincoln Fellowship. Well, we have a membership of about, uh, an active membership of about 230 members. Uh, and we have an incredible board of directors. Now see, we're a little different because we're an all-volunteer organization. All the board members are volunteers and we all work to make this happen. So it's extraordinary. And we have, a, talk about high caliber, we have some of the most brilliant people who live in Gettysburg on our board. You can mention some names. Sure, I will. Um, we've, let me mention everybody's name. We've got Ken, we've got John Tuscan, who are, is our historian archivist. Susan Iliano, who's our who was our treasurer. She's, we are now transitioning to a new treasurer, Ron Parishow. Many people know both of those names. They're great names. Ron's wonderful. We've got Susan Paddock, Teresa Orr, who's a licensed battlefield guide. Um, we have, make sure I don't forget anybody. Let's see, Ron. We've got Susan Paddock as our secretary. We've got Reverend Stephen Herr, fabulous, uh, has contributed years since 2014 to the organization. We have, um, Wayne Hill, the great baritone, wonderful community, has been involved with the Gettysburg community for a long time, right, Ken? Yes. Um, uh, Dr. Lusky from Gettysburg College. I don't know what we would do if we didn't have her brilliant writing skills and knowledge of all of history. She's fabulous. And we have Scott Burkett, who's also on our board. He's our latest, our newest board member beside Ron Parishow. Um, he's, he's been on the board a year helping out with our 100 Nights of Taps. He's also um, has a lot of media expertise, um, which is, we greatly appreciate. I worked 30 years for the National Park Service. And I was a program management specialist. And I would help set up for Dedication Day and the Lincoln Fellowship. And I said, that's one organization I would be very proud to be a member of. So I joined as a member, and at one of the luncheons, the president at that time, Paul Ketterman, said, Ken, you ought to be on the board. I said, I would be very proud. And several years later, um, when there was a vacancy, uh, I was asked to come on the board. And um, I must say, uh, the pride it is to be a part of this organization uh, is just overwhelming. Just uh, as Wendy said, professional people, uh, dedicated to history. Uh, and I think our, our nation needs organizations like ours. And thankfully, probably every state has an organization that is dedicated to the history, the culture, and just being thankful we're Americans. So what are, what are some things that you do for promoting your mission? Our, our, our primary events are first and foremost Dedication Day on November 19th. Every year we uh, rededicate the cemetery uh, and the Gettysburg Address. And the programs have expanded 
tremendously since the first ones. You know, it's kind of fun going back in history and seeing how small they were. They would just kind of walk out and recite the Gettysburg Address and then come back in. It was, it's really quite charming. And during World War II, they stopped doing anything because they were asked, the government asked people to stop any unnecessary events. But they continued, once the war was over, they continued back with Dedication Day. And um, then it grew and grew and grew. And now we have a substantial program, which is really, really special. Um, we always have a guest recite the Gettysburg Address. We have a keynote speaker. This year it was Susan Eisenhower. And we had Graham Sibley, an, an actor from uh, the History Channel who portrayed Abraham Lincoln deliver the Gettysburg Address. And then because it was the 160th anniversary, 100, it was the 60th anniversary of the centennial, we had a special tribute to Marian Anderson, the great opera singer. So we had uh, Janae Bridges, who is a Met uh, opera star. She's a, a wonderful singer. She gave a wonderful performance. She re-sang, she sang the songs that Marian Anderson sang in 1963. So it was really stunning. Uh, ceremony. So that's our main mission. And that takes all, it's all volunteer. We work, our partners are the Gettysburg National Military Park and the Eisenhower National Historic Site, uh, the Gettysburg Foundation and Gettysburg College help us out, thankfully, um, with, um, with the part, their partnerships. We couldn't do it really without them. And we're very thankful to everything that they contribute for us. Um, and we also have uh, our 100 Nights of Taps program which we start, started, uh, this will be our eighth year going into the TAPS program. And we have sound TAPS every night from Memorial Day to Labor Day every evening, different bugler every night. We present an educational program in partnership with uh, the National Park Service. We are now co-sponsors of this event. And we've also, again, partnered with TAPS for Veterans and uh, the, National, the Eisenhower National Historic Site, and the Gettysburg Licensed Battlefield Guides. So it's really a, quite a, a group of uh, organizations coming together to present this, uh, this wonderful event that happens all summer long. So you can come to the cemetery, learn something about the, the, the brave soldiers buried there, Lincoln's role there, and then sound, end your day with the sounding of taps. So every day, the taps yeah. is played. It, a different person plays yeah. them? We, get the, we have buglers that come from all over the country. Oh, I bet. It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable event, and I'm so proud of it. And it was actually Ken. We started honoring our veterans um, <clears throat> during the cemetery. We asked them to come, in, come up from the audience. That has turned out to be one of the most special, most moving parts of the ceremony, and that was Ken's idea. And uh, it's really, now it's such a complete, wonderful program. And we get huge crowds now, so it's really wonderful to have everybody come out for just 10 minutes to slow down, reflect, and learn. What time of the day? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock and where? At the National Cemetery. At Soldiers National Cemetery. We, it's, well, Gettysburg National Cemetery. But we honor Soldiers National Cemetery. And we're at the Soldiers National Monument every night. Now, let me just add that the uh, Gettysburg Licensed Battlefield Guides, they start their program at 5 o'clock. Then they end their program with ours. So Ooh. it's one big umbrella, beautiful ceremony that, um, yeah, it's great. It's really, it's really a great experience. So the park guides, their start at? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. And it's the, license, the Gettysburg License Battlefield Guides. And then we do have rangers that join us at seven o'clock. 
So we have uh, an interpretive rangers every night with us who will tell a story. Either we, we call them our enduring pathways. We tell, um, we tell stories about soldiers uh, who are buried in the cemetery. We tell their stories. We honor them every night. Or something, or we talk about Lincoln. Now you're able to do this every evening. Yeah. The, the program starts <clears throat> Memorial Day right. and ends Labor Day. Yeah, every so night. So it's 100 nights. Okay. Um, what I find that I need to tell, this was Wendy's brainchild. She wanted to start it she approached the board of the Lincoln Fellowship, and the only fear that I had was, how do we get enough people to play taps? Now, let me give you an example. Several years ago, I hosted an evening. My bugler was a registered nurse from Ann Arbor, Michigan. He flew in on Friday, played taps on Saturday, and flew back on Sunday because he had to be to work. Mm -hmm. So this past year, we had a bugler from Alaska. It was the furthest he's come, yep. So if, if you play taps, think about what a bucket list it would be to play taps in the National Cemetery at Gettysburg. And it is no problem to come up with 100 and We have a waiting list. We have a waiting list. And a waiting list. Honestly, we, we open it up on March 15th for sign up. And it's, we usually crash the site. And we have, I have buglers calling me saying, I can't get on, can't get on. But that's OK. We, we'll get everybody in. Um, but we do, we do end up with a waiting list. And it usually fills up within two or three hours. So. It's really, it's wonderful. It's, it's an honor. Oh, oh, it's it's an honor for me to, it's an honor for all of us to be out there every night doing this. Do you go out every night? I'm out every night. She is. Wow. Yeah, and, we, and our, 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 our uh, volunteer is very important to mention, John Tuscan, again, who's on our board. He's out every night with his wife, Sandy, who's our photographer, because we post twice on Facebook. We post in the morning who's coming, and we post pictures afterwards. And Amy Woodis, who's with us, joining us today, she's out almost every night as well, helping volunteering. So we have got a really hard, we've got a wonderful core of volunteers who help us, yeah, every night. Every night, the Park Service guides have a different program. Right. Right. Um, and you have a different person saying taps. Right or playing taps. Right. Plus, within your program at 7 o'clock, there's some type of um, honorary right. conversation or, or message being there is. delivered. Well, there is. We feel so strongly about telling the stories of the brave soldiers that are buried there, and there's so many of them, um, that we do take the time to develop. We've developed, uh, we call them again, uh, the Enduring Pathway. Um, enduring pathway. Enduring pathway. That uh, we we say these enduring pathways guide us through our history, um, and we tell those stories. And what's nice is our stories are really family friendly, and we do get a lot of kids who come. And one of the most charming parts of the ceremony, and I tell I told this a hundred times to people, but is that we'll be up there standing, ready to begin the program, 
And we'll have kids sitting two or three feet from us. As close as they can get. Close as they can get. They want to, they, they're intrigued by the bugler. And then if we have somebody from the military that's even, you know, kind of really fun in the uniform and everything. And, um, or we have kids. We've had kids as young as 10 and 11 sounding taps. Uh, so the kids come up and they just sit as close as they can. Sometimes we have to actually ask our audience to step back a step <laughs> or two because they do, they love, they, they, they love getting close. But for me, that's the charm of the whole event. Mm -hmm. We are, oh, we, if you can sound taps and you're, you, you can sound taps. We, we don't have, we don't have any restrictions on who can sound taps. So we've, we get a wonderful mix of people sounding taps. We represent all of America in that cemetery. It's, it's, it's wonderful. The Endoran Pathway, you're telling stories of people who are buried there yep. in, mm -hmm. in the cemetery. Um, same stories? No, we, we Different people every time? Different, well, we do honor, we pick one soldier we put on our commemorative coin to give to our buglers. We talk about that person every single night. Last year, we chose, it was a brilliant idea from two rangers, park rangers at Gettysburg National Military Park gave us the idea to honor the unknown soldier. There are 979 unknowns to the state and to their, with their names that we honored every single night, the unknown soldier. It was, we have to do it again. I want to bring it back. It was, it was so moving because <clears throat> we got to tell the story of the unknown soldier during those war years, which is horrible. I mean, um, but something to be reminded about and honor them. We, we, placed, we place a flag every night. We moved it around. We honor that unknown soldier every single night. That soldier will not be forgotten. For that year. Yeah, yeah, and then this year we'll be honoring one soldier, and we honor that one soldier every single night. Do you know who that soldier is? We don't. We're, oh, you're still we're deciding. Still, we're still deciding. We're, we're closing in, but we take great care, make sure it's a great story that we can relate. Actually, they're all great stories. It's very hard. I mean, it's very hard. The, what, the, they're wonderful stories, and they come alive when they become very real when you hear their stories. You. Wonderful, these wonderful young men. I mean, they had great lives, they had great families. They really cared about things. They cared about fighting. They cared about this country. We honor them. Lincoln was said that we would soon forget, but we're, we're not gonna let that happen. There you go. You know, we're just not gonna let that happen. Wendy, this 100 days of taps was your idea. Mm -hmm. How'd that happen? Well, I went, I went to Belgium. I went to, was on vacation at Belgium. I went to the, uh, Menin Gate, where they have the last sound, the last post, and they've sounded the last post every night since at the end, uh, during World War One, in the end. And I thought, geez, this commitment—it's unbelievable. You know, it was very moving. They're honoring every British soldier in the British Empire every single night. And I said, we need to do this in Gettysburg. So I came back and just put proposal after proposal after proposal together, and mm -hmm. finally got it going. What year did that happen? was we, uh, 2017. 2017? Yeah, uh, but I'd been in, I went to Belgium in 2001, so it took me about 17 years really to kind of craft it and get it right. Uh -huh. And we're still tweaking, we still tweak every night. Yeah. You know, we walk out, the, we're walking out, we go, man, was that a good, was that a good uh, event tonight? Yeah, well, do you think we should tweak? We could, you know, we're always fine tuning to make sure it's just the best experience possible. You're being inspired by something higher. It's a, 
we can't forget. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're, you're well aware, you know. And like Ken said, that you wish every state, every community had an organization like, like the Lincoln Fellowship. You know, it's funny, we're seeing TAPS being this kind of a program springing up around the country now. Really? At yeah. Being inspired by what we've done, yeah. And they're honoring uh, veterans or? Yeah, uh, uh, Civil War Civil or war. even war, <coughs> excuse me, even war uh, dead uh, in national cemeteries and local cemeteries. It's, it's wonderful. Well, we did record your dedication this year. Yes, thank you. Yes, and th that's available online for anybody who would like to see that. That was a, a moving ceremony. Congratulations. Thank you. And like everything you guys do, you just keep making it better and better. We try. Yeah. So. I don't know how much time we have left, but I'd like to go back to November 19th, Dedication Day. <clears throat> and off the top of my head, tell you some of our keynote speakers over the years. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower, Harry Truman, Sandra Day O'Connor. Um, help me out, yeah. Wendy. Steven uh, Spielberg, Doris Kearns Goodwin, um, George Pataki. I saw George Pataki. He was great. Um, I did see the Sandra Day O'Connor, which she recently passed, but she had one of the best speeches, I think. She was excellent. Um, um, Colin Powell has spoken. Tom Brokaw. So, I, you know, in addition to the Buglers wanting to come to Gettysburg, uh, when we make an offer, an invitation for a keynote speaker, just think how that imp would impress you and would mean to you to be the keynote speaker on the same ground that Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address. And if, if these folks can break away from their schedules, they, they come. Mm -hmm. It's an honor. Mm -hmm. Very much so. So what's your goals for next year? Well, we're going to start immediately. I've already started planning for next year for 100 Nights of Taps. But that takes, it's almost a year long uh, getting that together. We're looking to expand. You know, we're now getting help from hotels and businesses to support our buglers when they come here. So I'm looking for to expand that as well. It's great that they do it. It's really wonderful. Um, I've had some really fun offers I'm going to bring to the board soon about people wanting to help out with TAPS. It's very exciting. Uh, then we start, uh, I start looking, I actually shot an email out today looking for uh, ideas for dedication day next year. So it starts right away. You know, you, you're in, you get back into it um, mm -hmm. just to keep it going. And you all are supported through donations? And membership donations, yeah. Oh, okay. Membership supports our efforts, but and then <clears throat> I've certainly started more active uh, fundraising. Okay. So how, how many members did you say that you have? About 230 active members. Okay. And what do they do as members? They, uh, they attempt to uh, join us for our annual luncheon on November 19th. We, as soon as we're done with our cemetery, we have our, in the cemetery for dedication day, we go to our annual luncheon. Uh, we put on a program there. We get to meet with our membership. Uh, and 
uh, we reach out with our eBlasts, uh, any news, and if they want to come over the summer and help, uh, help participate in 100 Nights of Taps, we ask them to join us. Uh, we, we have a great program with the Gettysburg Address that we can share with our membership uh, during the program. It's kind of fun to stand where Lincoln, near where Lincoln stood and participate in a lesson about the Gettysburg Address, so we can offer that to our members. Um, so we, we try, we're trying to engage them more uh, as members. I think that's been one of our goals, right, Ken, to engage yes. our, our membership. Yes. Yeah. So if, if a person wants to become a member, they can go to your website? They can. Right. And they your can. website is? LincolnFellowship.org, I believe. LincolnFellowship.org. That'll get you somewhere near it. Yeah. yeah. And Ken, you said there's a Lincoln Fellowship throughout the country? Um, actually, Wendy said that, but um, we don't know except uh, Springfield, Illinois. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a Lincoln Fellowship. There used to be more. Yeah. In the thirty, when it, when we started, the, when the, the when the fellowship started in thirty eight, but they've sort of kind of fallen off. But there are just a yeah. few still out the remnants. But there are a lot of Lincoln organizations that out there. Yeah. Do you interact with any? Yeah, actually, we're coming up on the um, the two hundred fiftieth anniversary, uh, and we're actually starting to plan for that because our both of our programs, Dedication Day and One Hundred Nights of Taps, is a are they are officially <coughs> recognized <coughs> programs for America two fifty. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm hearing from other organizations, uh, especially down in Washington, D.C., to see if there's some way we can coordinate to do something really grand for the July 4th coming up. Thank you so much for spending the time and sharing what you do. I'm so excited. There's so many things that go through my, my mind. It'd be interesting to hear the stories of the different people each year that you honor. And, you know, uh, every day... You <clears throat> What a dedication you guys are there and and what an honor it would be to play taps and 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 be part of your ceremony um, yeah it's really special it is people want to be where Lincoln stood mm -hmm. so this is a time where we give a, a Christmas wish out there a message so if you would like to uh, uh, do it uh, Wendy it would be awesome and then Ken you could do it well, it's an honor to be here, and it's an honor to be able to speak with you directly, uh, representing the Lincoln Fellowship. Lincoln has been certainly an important part of my life, learning about Lincoln, and being able to share and to get information out about Lincoln here at Gettysburg is really important. We wish everybody, obviously, a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays during this time. Uh, hope you join, maybe join, think about joining the Lincoln Fellowship, and uh, come see us this uh, Memorial Day for 100 Nights of Taps. Ken? Happy holidays, and hope you have a prosperous and happy new year. Thank you for having us. Well, this isn't going to be the last time. You guys do such a great job here. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Wendy Allen, the president of the Lincoln Fellowship of PA, and Ken Kaim, who is the vice president and Wendy is also uh, an artist, are you not? Yep. And your main person is Lincoln. Is Lincoln? Yep. How many? How many times have you drawn Lincoln? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. It's been four, over forty years now. Yeah. So you yeah. know. Okay, I'm going to do them doing this this time. And, right. Oh, you know that's. Yeah, no, that's it's been extensive. Too. It's it's been good. It's and I've got, you know, I've got some things brewing here that's going to be kind of fun. So I've got some projects. So cool. very excited about.
And Ken, are you still engaged in the community doing? I've been retired from the National Park Service for 12 years. And the only uh, organization I'm involved with is the Lincoln Fellowship. Well, I can understand why, because, you know, you do, you're on every day. Every day you ought to be somewhere for those 100 days, and, and that's a big commitment. Thanks again for coming in, and Thank thanks you. for honoring, Thank you. and thanks for being such an awesome part of Adams County. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, and the opportunities there for you, just go to the website for the Lincoln Fellowship of PA and become a member, and here at Community Media, we extend our best to you all for this holiday season. I hope you had the best fellowship with friends, with family, um, and as Ken said, I hope you have a great, prosperous 2024. Thanks for being you, and be kind and be safe.